Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I can't start this show now because of you, because I just hear, how'd you like to get a dick <laughs> on Fuckboy Island? That needs to be the theme song. Y'all, we talked about it. The- I- I- if we're ever going to be together and do a season two, we got to do that as the theme song. We just have to. <laughs> Y'all, this is F-Boy Island. How'd you like to spend a do a good dick a, a dick ribby no a a a bang trip on F Boy Island? How'd, How'd you like, like to spend a bang, bang trip, trip on F Boy Island? Um, y'all, this is episode two. Uh, I did not write down the the episode name. <laughs> oh, I can tell you. you. I can tell you, Queen. It's called You've Got Mail. You've got mail. I remember mail. now. M A L E. Boy, y'all, I know we've said this, but I don't know where they plucked these men from, but they're not, very hot. Like that one point, uh, not Surf Jesus, but he reminds me of the curly headed guy who looks, seems like Adam, he, the, guy, the guy who moves fridges. Yeah. F boy. I'm a fridge boy. He's talking <laughs> about another guy and he's talking about he's. I mean, I understand why she likes him. I mean, look at his body. I can't compete with that. And I went, you have an eight-pack. Yeah. I think what's different, though, about these men is they don't feel like bachelor cookie cutter or bachelorette cookie cutter guys. No, agreed. They, like, there's not, like, there's not a print modeling look to a lot of them. Yeah, They have, agreed. I think that's what it is. They don't look like... Like J.C. Penny uh, catalog ish. Wow, yeah, that's dating very, myself. <laughs> that's very but dated no, and but very I'm saying, specific because I have masturbated to the underwear section of the J.C. Penny isn't, catalog. Isn't it dead on? Because Bachelorette men look like J.C. Penny catalog boys. That is one of the most accurate descriptions <laughs> you've ever said on this show. But they do, and none of these boys, men, guys, f boys. They, nice none of them really look that way. They're all handsome, but they're. I think the casting is great. Oh, so um, do I. Uh, it is. It's. It's the opposite of kind of neutered, uh, 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 normal kind of like hiring hot guys. Yes. And yeah. speaking of y'all, 
just to tease, we might be having some of them on the podcast. We'll we let have you know. not even put offers out, so please don't tease something. If- Cameron, Cameron needs to be on our show. He is so hot. And do you love, did you notice? In His episode, personality is like white rice, though. But did you see that he's a real estate man and an exotic dancer? Yes. I like that slash. <laughs> it, it compares with retired hostess. Uh, oh, yeah. We're not going to see her anymore. Mary no, Williams. never Ooh, again. Her, Bye, Bree. We will never cover you again. Her husband, Marianne messed, Marianne. Her husband messed that up. Um, okay, y'all. So this is part two. We're going to jump into it. Episode two. Episode two. I just want to say real quick, y'all, I have moved things. I, we're remote, but goat. I am now, um, I'm in Nashville. <laughs> Hovering because, somewhere over the U.S. Yes. In I'm a just, dirigible. I, <laughs> <laughs> we could say that word more. Dirigible. Dirigible. Is that one of those like balloon things that you pedal on a bike? I I think it's the same thing as a Zeppelin or or a oh, blimp. Not familiar. Or a blimp. Or a blimp. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, anyway, I'm what I've learned about I'm over kind of by Vanderbilt, beautiful part of Nashville, but I've learned I think because you're this week you're at Podcast Movement. I'm at Podcast Movement, yes, at Podcast Movement. I'm I'm working at Podcast Movement. And so um, we don't want to we don't want everything you're just COVID partying. Yeah, I'm not. But (laughs) there are bachelorette parties just going by frequently in bus. So if y'all hear (laughs) and maybe a siren, that's that's what it is. So bear with us. I can see his cock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Why why are bachelorette party why is Nashville a destination for bachelorette parties? I guess I any know. big city. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. So y'all, let's go to Nice Guy Grotto, shall we? Uh no, first it's Limbro. Oh, it is. Oh, it starts at Nice it's Guy. It's kind Grotto. of both. It starts at yeah. Nice Guy. Y'all, Andrew and Garrett are. We didn't know you mentioned it, but that we see Nice Guy Grotto for the first time. Yeah. Um, and they're Andrew and Garrett are laying out, and they're like, "What do you want for dinner?" Oh, I don't God. know. So many gay porns that I have started this way. <laughs> it's, it's just true. Um, Especially oh, this one. I know what I want for dinner. Your cock. Your cock. <laughs> Your meaty man meat. Uh, and so they're like, what do you want? Lobster, fish. And then he, I put this on my Insta story. I taped it. I thought it was a secret scene. And then I, I'm like, oh no, this is actual footage. And, like you and, thought you were hallucinating. Yes. And he, the guy actually eats the grapes and he's like. Garrett Ooh. feeds Andrew grapes. And y'all also, I just want to add before, I want you to finish what you're saying. But have you noticed their bodies are always oiled up? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Always other up. guys are, but they're oiled up. So yeah, so he feeds the grape, and then and, so and they he, had to Andrew oil does. one another up, probably. <laughs> uh, I know. That's hot, folks. Yo, the whole show has a homoerotic vibe that I generally enjoy. I do enjoy. Yeah. I think the show is mostly made for women um, and gay men mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and women who like gay men, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is our market. So <laughs> our market. Meanwhile, Peter's in Limbro trying to open coconuts, and it's hysterical. <laughs> he is comical. I he know is. he's an F-boy, but I enjoy him. Well, um, look, he's about to know, go cast away. <laughs> Yeah, he is about he yeah, he's dressed all like kind of 
Indiana Jones chic but shirtless. Yeah. Um, and so Nikki walks in and she's like, "Hello, Peter." Um, and she's like, "Welcome to Lim Limbro." Limbro. Where y'all, the branding for this show is on point. Yeah. They they don't let anything go. They don't let anything go. I, the only thing I said, the only problem was instead of F by, it needs to be F off. F, um, F boy, F off. I know. I know why they did it. They probably can't say it. They probably can't say it. And um, also, I think knowing Nikki Glaser, I think she wanted to make a ridiculous goodbye because all these dating reality shows have to have this kind of ridiculous, stupid way of saying goodbye to someone. And I yeah, think I she was so. like, what sounds F just by. stupid? F bye. That makes you know, no you're sense. right. She does. She does deliver it very it's seriously. So, <laughs> so yeah, I think you're right. Um, so she tells, uh, she tells Peter, he's Peter. Like, so you can, um, is here your time to work on yourself? She's like, you know what? That's not true. You can work on yourself if you want. It doesn't really affect me in any way. <laughs> so, and there he's like, so you can go back to playing with yourself. And she leaves him and the girls are discussing the eliminations that they just had. Yes. Mm-hmm. or And the ones that they will have. And... Uh, and they're Poor talking Sarah's about. Like, I'm going to sniff out all the f boys. I'm like, oh, honey, I don't think you are. Who? Sarah. She's oh, I like, thought my strategy. Could... Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I think the only one who who knows has, who has a good f boy button is CJ. Nakia and Sarah are just babes in the woods. Uh, I <laughs> they 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 are dickmatized babes in the woods yeah. and. I think CJ is the smartest person on this show. She is. She is. Um, and Chris is talking with the boys. Uh, or Charlie, the French trainer, is like, I look like an if boy, uh, but I am not. I'm a, actually a nice guy. And Chris is saying, talking to them, I like CJ's cold blooded. She's got fangs. Yo, he's a douchebag, and I would beg for it. <laughs> he's very Again, hot. Terrible he- taste in men. He's very hot, and he's such a he's to me is the he's a more obvious fuck boy to me than oh Garrett. yeah yeah he's a huge fuck boy. I'm but, surprised he hasn't said it yet. Oh, uh, me too. But what's uh, you know? And so, well, we're gonna see how the interesting thing about that. So, um, the girls are talking, and CJ is like uh, saying, you know, you thought you thought. Uh, Colin was a nice guy, but she says, Colin looks like a guy that has two phones. And then Nikia said, but I have two phones. And then I went, <laughs> and here we are. Here we are. Y'all, she's actually, Nikia is the one who I think is the most lost. I, I think, think she is. She, she gets doesn't, she gets caught up. Boy, she, she, she has a type and that type is fuck boys. And yeah. it's, and it's, and she, I think Nikia really needs to reevaluate what she's looking for. Um, we, I wish that was yeah. part of, I wish the girls, not that I'm saying the girls need to be reformed, but almost like too hot to handle. They take the girls through workshops. Maybe they will. This is only episode two, but Nakia needs a workshop about what she's looking for in a guy. Yeah. Because we see Sarah actually kind of trying to change her instincts. She even talks mm-hmm. about that. Nakia's not. Um No. So, but they're like, we're going to get those F boys out of here. And so, um, the guys are talking and meanwhile, Devige is, uh, he's Devige, saying, yeah. 
Division is saying how, you know. Like division, that's how I remember it. Division. Oh, thank division. you. He says, you know, like, CJ, she is cutthroat. She's cold-blooded. And Chris is like, yeah, that's why I like her. And he said, um, and he, so this comes back later. Did he say, he did say that she can't read a book, right? No, it was, he did not say she cannot read, which is okay. what Chris said. <laughs> it's yeah. It's kind of like. When people say, it's not that I can't read, I choose not to read. Oh, okay. Very different. Very, very two different things. It's not that it's not that Poodle and I can't go down on women. We choose not to. <laughs> no, I think that's I think we I don't think we can. I, I don't think um, we can. No. So uh But not that it's is, a bad uh, thing. It's a wonderful, beautiful thing. No, no, no. It's just not for us. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. I I wanna say they're they're talking about this. He he basically says that she that he thinks I think she he did say that she's kind of high maintenance, blah, blah, blah. He I did say she's high that. He did say she's but high maintenance. She said he doesn't think she's the kind of woman who reads a lot of books. He did say that. He did not say that she can't read. However, it is a low blow for Chris to narc on him in that way. Talk about break and bro code. Wow. I mean, that's the second time now. When It's going to come out, y'all. It's going to come out. Um, so then they – I love that the transitions is just the – is that y'all – again, they're make – if you haven't – I haven't watched a ton, but I've watched enough. If you haven't watched any of these Bachelor, Too Hot to Handle shows – y'all, they're making fun of all those shows. Oh, yeah. It's, instead it's, a, of, it's instead very of, much tongue-in-cheek. Instead of much having like the transitions normally, like on too hot to handle, they're always like hot laying in the hand, the in the sand, looking sexy. It has yeah, the these bros are dumb like jokes. doing their muscles and crushing eggs. Like I want to talk to I like I wish we I wish the creators gave us the time of day. I would totally interview them. There's a lot of humor in this. Yeah, um, I love it, and I think they and I think using that like it doesn't necessarily. Number one, it does lower the stakes a little bit, but it makes the show a lot more fun um, and yes. makes it bearable and, and takes it it palatable. The, yes. the starch out of these people a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they are, Nikki is talking to the boys. They're like, a moment of silence for the boys that we have lost. It's like, I've said a moment of silence because they won't shut up, of course. Um and y'all, this can you help me here with what they said? They're playing dodgeball with water balloons, and but it's three way, so it's three teams. It's three teams of dodgeball, not two. So how do you know what what are the rules? Does does one team just attack the other two with water balloons? Yeah, you're just everybody's attack, and I think that's what Nikki when she said this is very confusing, and they're and, just basically throwing shit at everyone. And I just need to point out that this is not dodgeball. This is just a water balloon fight. Yeah. This is this has nothing to do with a ball that bounces. But dodgeball dodgeball is popular right now. (laughs) Sorry, you're right. I just God, I just I'm just like, this is just a big water balloon fight. I don't know why we got on teams. I I I, I was just They should have very strange. One team gets beaten. The other one has to like do. Yeah. yeah but how do sure. they? And and I didn't even know who won. I, I was just. I. You know what? This doesn't matter. The <laughs> semantics of this doesn't matter, Poodle. 
I know. They just I just needed to know who so all the all what the women Matt, are picking the yeah, brawniest guys. Yeah. Uh, the brawniest guys go first, of course. Y'all, this is worse than gym class, what they are doing to these men. <laughs> that's true. Sarah picks the her MVP is Jared. Did you know y'all, Jared, that's the one that um With the whatever. Big muscles. A uh, French guy was like, he's so, he is fucking ripped. But did you notice when he went and accepted his MVP? Y'all, his dick was just bulging out of his crotch. <laughs> I honestly was, he's, te- was, was writing a lot. So I did, you know I wasn't what? seeing the Do visuals. the work. Do I, the I'll work, need to go poodle. back and look. But he has just those shorts, you know, that ride up. Y'all, he got a big dick. <laughs> it's, it's, it is substantial. I agree Ooh. with you. Um, and it's thick. I, it's kind of thick, like that General Sherman tree up in Big Bear. <laughs> it's just so wide, so wide you could drive a car through it. The dick? I'm confused. <laughs> it was a General Sherman joke because the red. Oh, okay. You know what? Um, like no, the General Sherman joke is burning Atlanta. <laughs> no, no, no. The tree. So, the tree is called General oh. Sherman. Wow, I took that to a different place. <laughs> But I guess the tree's named after General Sherman, right? Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, who cares? Who gives a <laughs> shit? Um, so they win. Then there, there's more stuff. Like they, the MVPs win the golden conch, conch, cock. I mean conch, conch, cock, cock, cock. Um, I will say they did play the Lachme aria. Uh, for, uh, during the fight, which what, we have performed on occasions. We can't do that because it's never going to sync up. It's not syncing up. I'm in a hotel room. Someone's going to wonder what's. I can't do the high note anyway. No. We're gonna we we I I have a hard time singing when we're not together. It's just too hard with the syncing up. Oh, poor you, I know. It's <laughs> all right. So, so Jared... DJ chooses Sean. Sean, Sean, Sean. Okay. <laughs> Lacy from from Love Him from Look Up. Sean. He he pronounces it as Sean with Sean. The, like a ch with a soft ch, but not Sean. Um, and Nakia chooses Greg. Greg, Greg so with all, the beard. They with that huge beard. Y'all, they all go on dates that night. She is such a sucker. It She's is so obvious that Greg is the biggest fuckboy of them it all. Is so obvious. With the way he brushes that beard. Y'all, he's a fuckboy. And so, but they're talking. She's like, Are you a romantic? How do you find love? And he says he wants romance, and but he wants someone to be goofy, well, but he wants someone to be serious, but not too serious, and he wants this. These are all red that. flags when you're telling them what you think they want to hear, which is exactly and, what he's doing. And then Nakia says, I think we have a lot in common. <laughs> no, I, and I, I just went, about said, honey, honey. Yeah. And then, y'all, he says he used to be a club promoter. And the thing goes, that is the truth all club promoters are fuck boys if you're dating a club promoter right now Uh he is dating four other women (laughs) and he's fucking all of them and bringing something back to you yes yes you i hope that you're not in a serious relationship with Uh one serious y'all 
I Carl. <laughs> Carl. There's no we, way Carl is a club. <laughs> That's true. Carl's not a club. <laughs> she probably asked what a club promoter was. Was it someone but, who's into golf? Yeah, y'all don't exactly. Or actually, know the club that you put on the car. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what you think. But y'all, if you're a, if oh. you think, don't be a Carl's wife. Don't don't settle down with a club promoter. No, it's not possible. And then, they will they'll make you really unhappy. And then beautifully done after that, the editing team went back and found clips of Sarah and CJ dragging guys that are club promoters. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, club promoters? No, no. no. That's never going to work. Even Sarah's like, yeah, club promoter, never going to happen. Always and an F-boy. I, I died. Died, died, died. Um, yeah, I, you, show, you show me a man who's a club promoter who's got a wife and kids, and I'll show you his second family <laughs> in yes. another city. In another city. Um. God, I love Lifetime movies. But when the when the woman finds out, oh, second family. Those used to be my favorite. <laughs> they're very dis- they're very disturbing. But I'll think about think about how much work would be required to have a second family. Well, I told you, my dad's dad. They have a whole family in um in Georgia. He had seventeen brothers and sisters. Grandpa, Mark. right? But did he did he spend enough time? Did he split his time in between? We don't know. My dad doesn't want to talk to any of them. <laughs> did did he talk about his dad being gone? Uh, I don't. I mean, he never talked to them. I think Aunt Darla might have talked to some, or Peggy, my Aunt Peggy, might have talked to some of them. Aunt Darla said she's not talking to anybody that came from trash. <laughs> Glad that they've worked it out for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, y'all, Southerners hold a grudge. Yeah, even for people they'd never met. Yep. Um, so uh, the next thing is CJ is talking to Sean, Sean, okay. and they found out, or they, I'm uh, sorry, let's talk about Jared. Jared talking to Sarah. Okay. And he full on starts out by asking about her love languages. That's not very F-boy. Um. And he I, says it would be if everything else he said was F boy, but it wasn't. So yeah, go right. Ahead. And he says, you know, she said, to him, "Do you want the white picket fence?" And he's honest enough because of F boy would say, "Oh yeah, totally into all that. Can't wait." And she's like, "Oh my god, I do too." And but he said, "Yeah, I don't think that's that's it for me right now." So honesty, you guys, honesty is oftentimes, especially honesty that doesn't that doesn't feel. Like they're throwing you out or honesty bombing you, like Garrett, who says, "Yeah, I was adopted from Russia and my sister's deaf." That's honesty and 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 vulnerability bombing. That's what people do. You need recognize that if a fuckboy is saying, "Yeah, I was adopted single mom," Peter did that already, y'all. This is yeah. a fuckboy trait. Yeah, they're gonna vulnerability bomb you because they're like, "He shared that with me," which Nakia. We already see, see that's like a thing for her. But there's um, something about Jared. I get a vibe. I get a like a energy from him. There's just something where I'm like, mm, I don't trust. His I'm not. I'm not sold on him either. Um, so CJ is talking to Sean. He was a Chippendale, and uh, and she's like, oh, so you love when people objectify you? You you you're you're objectified. And he's like, no, people objectify me. Very different. Um, yes. he was married for two and a half years 
And we find out, y'all, which is why we feel comfortable, CJ has two dads. That's, y'all. The sequel has, to Heather has two mommies. <laughs> yes. Um, she says, I have two. And I wrote, shut up. I, I love you. This is why. CJ, come on the show. I will ask you to come on the show. That's why she's so, I think that's why she uh, has this perspective, I think, of kind of being really, like, sex positive and really, like, com- like, I think she has vulnerabilities, but in the same way, I kind of think CJ just might be super confident about guys because maybe she was raised by two gay dads who just kind yeah. of, like, I mean, imagine the shit I could tell my daughter of how she could read men to filth. Imagine what you could tell your daughter about dating. Oh, I she would could- totally mishavish on my daughter. I if, would if, totally if- say men will only... <laughs> Just sitting there in my white wedding dress, waiting for the next thing to happen, covering all the windows. And if your daughter was that gorgeous, you would teach her to destroy men. Yes, that's exactly that's exactly what happened in Great Expectations. He, she, uh, Miss Havisham taught Estella to destroy men. So you never I read the book, did you? <laughs> uh, halfway through, I got bored. <laughs> I switched to the narrative of uh, the picture book of Pete's Dragon. Way better. <laughs> it's a phenomenal novel, though. Yeah, eh. I've always felt a lot of blood like, in common with Miss Havisham. <laughs> I just think, you know how we originally talked about, I think there's some CJ doesn't like to be vulnerable and maybe that's being raised by, this sounds stereotypical, but a lot of times men can have more problems with emotions. Maybe. No, that's, but, that is proven. That is, <laughs> it's yes, not stereotypical. It it's pretty proven. So maybe that's it for her, but still I'm like, I don't know. I she seems pretty brazen for a good reason. So, oh, I love though when so the, she talks to him. Um, I I really like Sean. Like he, I think he has like a really good energy. He's a um, nice he guy. Se- he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Um, I don't think CJ. I think he's too nice for CJ. Yeah. I don't think she she, yeah. she needs she needs a little spicy. She needs someone. And he's sorry. Not, this she's spicy. chair that I'm sitting in is like painted and it's very slippery <laughs> and I keep sliding down <laughs> in it like I'm drunk. Anyway, sorry y'all. That is a very poodle thing to do to complain <laughs> about the chair you're sitting in. I enjoy it. It's just slippery. When wet. Uh, who was that? Was that Def Leppard's album "Slippery When Wet"? Boy, you're it, really on an '80s rock kick on that. No, I'm just. I'm. This is totally like me being Rain Man. What was that from? What? What? Wapner, what Wapner. From? Yeah. So. Today. So it. So okay. So they have that, and then um, uh, basically, uh, they, they Sarah talk- talks to Davige. Divish, and she says, "Then he gives me club promoter club promoter vibes." She's like, "He's like, I think he, he he's he does something. Oh, he's like a manager. He's a talent agent, y'all. Y'all, they're fuck boys too. Every All the straight single, ones are fuck boys. Every single talent agent and the gay ones too are fuck yeah, they're boys. fuck boys. Yeah, it, when they're that young, when they get in their fifties, maybe. Uh, then they just yeah. have open relationships. Exactly." Um, <laughs> So, but she heard. I've heard. (laughs) Then they just talk about, and so, um, then CJ ends up talking to Mark. I don't know if Mark is a fuckboy. He's just, he has a joke for everything. It's just, I think his, he's very much a pose 
everything feels very his his persona. I I wrote down I'm not sure Mark is there for the right reasons. Um I I I get a vibe from him and it's not a vibe that says I'm interested in women. You know what? That's the vibe that I get from um who was it that we talked about earlier? Uh the cute guy who um oh crap. Who was it? I don't it? know. Oh, I get that from Jared. Oh, me I, I kind of agree That's with it. you. Now that you said that, I I get that from Jared. Oh yep. my god, what if Jared and Mark <laughs> hook up? Oh my, they would be I, a beautiful couple. I will say, I'm I don't here for that. I don't necessarily think that that's. I don't necessarily think I'm right, but there is a vibe. There's a little bit of a distance that Mark that that kind of like disarming humor thing, and the jokes aren't really funny, and yeah. it's it's a desperate need to project some type of um of kind of masculine thing, but also being friendly. And like, yeah. so we're gonna we're gonna talk about him later, y'all. Casey, who's my favorite? Casey Casey's and CJ talk. He all this is either Casey is a really really good fuck boy, and he's very good at it, or he's a nice guy who is so charming and can't help I, himself. I kind of think after this episode, I think he's a good fuck boy. Yeah, I was I gonna say it could be one it. or the other. I, but last episode, I would have told you nice guy, but I think he's he a comes boy. up to her and says, "What's up? I miss you, <laughs> y'all." And she says, "I'm having to share you," and she's like, "You don't like sharing," and he said, "Not sharing you." Um, and he talks to her exactly how she likes to be spoken to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and he's so, like, she's like, "Do you want to?" He's like, "Do you want a tour?" And they are y'all. They have they have of, of anyone in the in the house. They have chemistry. Oh, I haven't seen her have. Chemistry. I haven't seen her really have chemistry with anyone yet, like him. Yeah. So they go in and look at his bunk beds, and y'all, it's just. Uh, although I called it, CJ said, "Oh my god, I love touring houses." Did I not call? She seemed like somebody on Selling Sunset. Yep. So she. So she gets, but y'all, this is just a premise. It's a premise for them to sit on a bunk bed and make out. Well, the funniest thing is both times. Which made CJ Poodle go crazy. Has initiated. <laughs> oh, y'all. And she sprays her mouth in the confessional and she grabs him and plants one on him and makes out with him. Uh, exactly. And she's like, um, and she, she's like, he's nice, nice. He's confident. He's not caught. He's not cocky. And she kisses him and gets red lipstick and then cut to in the bathroom. She's rubbing red lipstick off him. And she says, you can't tell a soul. You can't tell anyone. And she just, before he could even respond, she just kind of drops the handkerchief on the floor and walks out of the bathroom. And I said, this is a poodle move. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I've, I've, I've learned a lot by, by women like that, by watching women like that. It is. I mean... Y'all, I'd also, I I know exactly her type is my type, so that's why yeah, I know you, you really are CJ. You really, yeah, very, yeah, very much are. Yeah, um, we're gonna Wish talk I had about that body. Ooh, she's gorgeous. <laughs> um, 
we're going to talk about what happened the next morning, but y'all, I'm sliding down in my chair. I need to get situated, and oh we're, we're going to take a commercial, and we'll be right back. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. <laughs> I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great, MeUndies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and 
the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy So we're back. We're back. Yeah. Uh, we're back. Y'all, it's time for exclusive dates. They, they should find a way to brand this. I, 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 they've done so good with branding. Wait, they actually um, call them exclusive dates? Yeah. Which means oh. not taking all comers. Not, not a Friday night for me. Wow. Um, so wow. I, so CJ chooses. They should call this selective seating. Just a, a one-off. This is this is our one-offs. Single okay. dates. Single dates. Sorry, go ahead. Um, so CJ goes there and said, talks to Casey, and she's like, Where's Mark? And Casey's like, Whoa. Y'all. And 
This is a poodle boudreaux move. This is this is a strong poodle move. She this has, wants this to has remind, very big poodle energy. <laughs> yeah, she wants to remind Casey that he's a she, number. He's a he's number. A number. <laughs> she has the power. Yep. And that because what happened is she let him know that she liked him, and she has to remind him that she doesn't like him that much. Yeah, it's like when someone says, remember when we're, because we're like dating. And I went, are we? <laughs> wow. That, that's, that's a, that's a move. Now, most of the time when people go out with me twice, they'll say something like, well, yeah, we're like dating. And I was like, no one told me. What? <sighs> um, Y'all. Just to kind of put them, put them a little, put, a, put them a little off their footing. The man that marries Poodle has a special place in heaven. <laughs> he's gonna have a, a lot. He's gonna have a lot of work cut out for him. Okay, <laughs> it's but gonna think be how he- much he's gonna get. Think it's how gonna- much he's gonna get. Yeah, it's gonna be hell on earth, but a special place in heaven. Oh yes. Um. So he, uh, she's like, "Where's Mark?" And I think this is. I feel like this is a treading water choice. She knows she wants to ask Casey for this second date. So she Y'all, asks yeah. uh she asks uh resident Hitler youth, Mark. <laughs> yes. Uh, to- well, what we're finding out with CJ this episode, CJ's playing she she's playing a game. She is. She's playing a good and, game. And maybe she wants to look for love, maybe she doesn't. I think almost just as much as CJ wanted to find love, I think CJ wants to find a good game. Yeah, and I think she's trying to figure out. I, I think she's she also is trying to be good TV. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, so yeah. they're going to. She and Mark are going to go, and he's like, "Oh, I better, go, I better go pick out my tux or my three piece suit or maybe yeah. my one piece suit. Yeah. Can I wear one of your one piece suits? Possibly sure. a two piece suit. I don't know what should I be. Don't. What should happen? Shut next. up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> Y'all, if you've ever been on a date with this person who not only jokes are different, one-liners are different, but who has a little play on words for everything and then corrects themselves and then makes it worse, this is intolerable. And she thinks, I think she thinks it's funny in the beginning. It's not. I think she thought that like he would calm down. But y'all, they go on the date to look at blowholes, which he can't stop yeah. talking about. Uh, one, before they do go, uh, oh, CJ you. sits down with the gentleman and says, so who's peacocking the most? I want to see your peacock. And of course, uh, the, although chimes in that, in? that Katy Perry song, she's talking about your dick, y'all. Yeah, she's talking about dick. Your cock. And of course, narc, Chris the narc, Chimes in and says, just throwing him under the bus. Well, because he knows Casey is his biggest competition. Yes. Uh, the same thing he did with Colin. The same exact thing. Yep. It's like, well, Colin's been saying he's been peacocking and blah, blah, blah. And even fuckboy Garrett has an ethical problem. He's like, I'm not going to say anything. He's my boy. Why would they say that? When, when a fuckboy who has no ethics at all has Who's a problem a gross with this. P.O.S. Yeah. And um, anyway, so that's interesting. The next thing is, uh, Mark, they're going on there. And Sarah chooses Josh, 
who I don't even know about. I was like, when did I did I miss right. you? I. Uh, I I wrote, oh, he's really cute. Don't remember him, but yeah. he is really cute. And uh, so they go on a date. Um, They're rum tasting. Rum tasting. Um, um, yeah. Oh, I guess we could talk about, I'm sorry, we should talk about Mark and um, yeah, the, the, the CJ date. State. I'm sorry. It was, um, well, it was that boring, y'all. I want to sum it up. They he makes a lot of sex jokes that don't really go anywhere. Yes, and he's so, and even CJ says, He's punching so many jokes. He never shuts up. And I thought he would kind of settle into the date. He does not, y'all, because underneath, he really wants to talk about Judy Garland. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. Well, you said it earlier. Yeah, but I wasn't going to say it that way. <laughs> um. Anyway, CJ says, it's a blot. It's a bit unattractive. He and wants to talk about the new Gossip Girl. And she says, it's, yeah, mm -hmm, he does. And he's like, it's making me feel like somebody I should be friends with and not on a date. I feel yeah, like he he's got gay like, best friend vibes. That's why. Yeah, exactly. I feel like he'd be friends with my dads. Yeah, right. I think he would like fit in really well at one of my dad's parties. Y'all, yes. So that's when we get to Sarah and Josh and they're rum tasting. And she's and like, I really know he has a deeper side to him. I can just tell. Um, and and y'all, Josh is talking. Josh is talking about what he does. He's professional, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, I don't really, I'm not really an at big app person. I'm more of an in real life person. And, and he you know, says, what made you choose me? What made you choose me? Great question. Yes. And of course, she's not there with a really good answer. And <laughs> she's like, yeah. Uh, I think you're really deep. Yeah. I think, and she's like, I think it's the most genuine connection. I'm like, okay. And so he says, well, I'm not a big app dater. I'm more of an in real life type of person. He's like, I enjoy the serendipity of it all. And she went, oh, good Larry. Um, no, that, I will did you say. See that, did you see that movie, Serendipity? With is, uh, Kate Beckinsale. Oh, oh I love Serendipity in New York. It's my favorite movie. I once listened to a podcast where these two gay guys read it for <laughs> filth, but they're wrong. I think I called it a steaming pile of cow dung. I called movie. it sucking dippity. That's what I call it. Um, so he's very normal. He's too normal for this show, I wrote down. But uh, Sarah, in a way, she, this is what kind of flipped. I thought, didn't you think Sarah was going to be like, he's nice, but eh. she's He's not dangerous like an F-boy. And she said, he does say he'd like to marry his best friend. And she's ready for a more uh, intense type of relationship. And uh, and she's waiting for her to kiss him in that moment. And again, Sarah wants to kind of be the passenger on her journey. She wants to be whisked away. Yeah. And someone like CJ, CJ would just kiss him. CJ would have just kissed Josh. Or would said, have given him. Me. Yeah. Yeah. But Sarah's not going to do that. Um, right. And so... She's kind of waiting, looking at him. She's biting her lip. He's licking her lips. Yeah, she's like, well, doing, y'all, she's doing everything but semaphore, trying mm -hmm. to like send him into home. <laughs> <laughs> Just a call. Like so flags here. You land here <laughs> on my strip. <laughs> yeah. So they go back up. But y'all, I'm going to tell you why she's into him. Because he's really fucking hot. He's hot, but he, I don't he's think he's, hot. he's the hottest guy on the island. No, but he is pretty hot. And 
It's a nice penis. You're right. A nice dick, y'all. Um, so should we talk about Nakia and Jared? Big, 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 big one. Yeah. Um, y'all, they're jet skiing, and she says a quote, some crack. I couldn't understand it. I rewound it like three or four times that she like really amused herself at. She said something like, "I'm gonna ride something else." Is that it? Yeah. I couldn't. I talk could about not his, his dick poodle. Yeah, I know his, his um, penis, his pogo stick. <laughs> His jumping bean. <laughs> his uh, his wang. His wang. His tostone. His tostone. His plantain, if you will. His hot tamale. Um. So she just, or I think he says, "How do you feel about our connection?" Again, these are much better. These are second level. If they, if this guy is a fuckboy, this is a second level fuckboy question. It's not like Garrett or Peter, who's like, "Tell me about yourself and let me repeat and, back everything you say." Well, and he responded with that, said, "You know, I've unfortunately, had a, he yeah. said I've had an ex, uh, you know experience of being emotionally working on being emotionally. It's hard for me to be emotionally available because I'm adopted. Because I was adopted. That was I talked to you. I talked about this earlier. That's a vulnerability bomb, y'all. That's a vulnerability bomb. Information bomb, y'all." Fuck boy all over. And yep. what does Nakia say? It makes me I feel really so loved it when he came up to me. Y'all, it is so clear to me that he's a fuck boy. I think you're right. I, I agree. He's on he's like, in my F boy list now. It's so clear to me that he is. And so <sighs> Nakia's like, well, I was raised by my mom on her own. And Nakia said, Wait, is there a possibility he could be a nice guy? Because no. and then she but this is the same. It's a difference where Sarah's into the nice y'all. It's whether they're nice or f boy, they're going to be into a guy if he's really hot and giving off big dick energy. Because Nakia says, "I've never seen a nice guy look that good." <laughs> so the next thing they're talking, he's talking about. I could give a fuck about stepping on Colin's toes. So again, that's fuckboy energy too. Fuckboy energy um, too. And Colin is back there saying, "I can't trust Jared," and I'm like. Dude, why are you worried about those guys why? when you should be worried about the women who haven't even God, Cause Colin's this, an that guy's boy. a dick. Yeah, we, he yeah. we shouldn't say it. He's he's Instagrammed us to come on the show. So I'll, you know, I'd love to talk I, to him. I'm but I'm not a fan of his. So we'll see. He won't listen I won't. regardless. <laughs> it's fine. Wow. He won't. Wow. We haven't said enough about him. A fuckboy only listens to parts that are about them. Okay. Um. So, y'all, we are we're back at Nice Guy Grotto, and the and the nice guys are watching Peter just try to break open a coconut, and yeah. he's talking to Wilson the volleyball. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> and I was I was saying at one moment I was I thought that Garrett was going to put his arm around what's that guy's name. David, uh, Josh, a- Andrew, 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 Andrew. Thank, thank you. And just go, do you want to suck dicks? I, I That's what oh, it feels like. We're in paradise, bro, again, bro. They are so oiled up. They are very oiled they're, up. They're, it's just, it gives me a semi every, mm. and more guys are going to come to nice guy grotto. Ooh. Oh, um, so, so um, the guys, we get a little bit of kind of, it's a little all over the place. The guys are coming back. Anthony's like, oh, I think Josh had a good day. And Matt's like, 
Um, Matt said, there's this guy, Matt, didn't know we had a Matt. He's a new guy. He's All the guys are kind of putting in their main focus. But what's really important is Chris says, my main focus is CJ. And then Casey said, well, why are you talking about me to CJ then? And Chris says, what are you talking about? I'm not doing that. And it doesn't really get explained more because then the ladies show up. At, this is at night. And we find out CJ's right. lost her voice, y'all. That's what Shocker. Vocal, that's what Vocal Fry <laughs> does, y'all. Yeah. She needs she needs a little bit of speech pathology work. I can I can you, tell you that. You she speaks she speaks really low in her chords. Uh, yeah. And you can't you can't talk very long when you well, do that. Well, and and this is a thing you guys, people people are going to speech language pathologists all the time because none of us really we figure out we none of us really know how to speak. And the level of small short sermon alert the level of time we spend on kind of quote, quote unquote, making our speaking voices is all emotional things that we need and are things that we're trying to make ourselves. And she's decided how she speaks in, but because actually, and they were telling her speak higher. So she actually, where her voice is made to speak, it should be a little higher and more lilting, but I, there was something happened in the eighties and nineties where women took their voices way down. No, well that, but then the Kardashians happened and everybody I thinks that they think that's sexy right here, but y'all, yeah. when those, all these women are 70, they're going to have no voice. Yeah, it's true. They're all going to sound like Kathleen Turner. Gotta take care of your voice. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Um, I think Kathleen Turner always had a very low voice. She did, though. She yeah. did. So, okay. So, uh, CJ, she's, she's lost her voice, and they're like, okay, well, then the, the people are just kind of having separate conversations, and Chris and CJ have a conversation. So, and, and Chris says, I'm just all focused on uh, 
before that though, Chris is says Chris is saying I'm just with with the guys. I'm super focused on CJ. And Casey calls him out, says, yeah, people have been telling me you've been throwing me under the bus and saying I was like being a peacock and Wait, stuff like that. I, were you looking at Grind on your phone? Because I literally just said that. No, but I was looking at a message I think I was, someone was getting. From somebody Sorry. sending you their dick Maybe. Pic. Maybe. I literally just said that. Sorry. I, you, did that, <laughs> I, you did that earlier. You, did, you weren't listening when? to me and you said something that I just said. I let it go, though, usually. Gary, roll the tape. Anyway, anyway, so yes, so, so now Chris and boys. CJ are talking. Yes. And y'all, and he's there, and CJ literally's like, What do you have for me? Well, almost yeah, like this, this is totally like a, an informant. Because y'all, you know why he's an informant? And I think Chris knows this. He can't be that dumb. If he does, if he does it, he's sitting. Y'all, CJ knows he's a fuckboy, and she knows she's not going to end up with him. Yeah. So she's going to play him along. To be an informant, but she is never going to hook up with him. She might even kiss him down the road no. to get information, but she's not going to. And he him. enjoys fucking stuff up. Yeah. Which is, yeah, which is why he's there. Yeah. So later on, you guys, uh, now I think we're at the point where Josh and Sarah are talking and he says, you know, can I? Well, kiss well, we you? should say, well, hold on. We should say that Chris does tell her, he says, Oh, uh, Divish, yeah. Di- yeah, it says Divish was saying not things are nice about you. That's what he said. Um, and you can't read. <laughs> that you can't read, that you're high maintenance. And she says, true, I am high maintenance. And yeah, and that she doesn't know how to read. So yes, she's like, what? So that now we can talk about Sarah and Josh, mm. who they're kind of sitting like on a bench. And he's like, I had a good time today. And meanwhile, y'all, this was a great way to cut it because Josh is saying, telling Sarah, he's like, I had a good time today. And Garrett, y'all know who's trying to play Sarah, said, yeah, I don't see Garrett into jo- or Sarah into Josh at all. at all. I don't think that's going to work out. And then Josh looked at her and said, I was a little shy today, but can I give you a kiss? And she says, yes. And he's and a they, good kisser. And they, it's like, it's heated. It is a good kiss. <laughs> And she's like, I really, I really don't like them when guys ask me, but I, I liked it when he did it. So we, st- and I wrote down. Do you st- think he's a nice guy? I do. I do. If he is not standing ovation. Yeah, I know he's he'd be really good. Um, I wrote down. We still don't know half of these guys. No, we don't. Um, and the girls are saying something like. We still need them, all these guys, to make an effort, and now it's going to be the eliminations. Nikki is visiting. I got to ask you a question. Also, they play John Legend. Golly, they spent they a, lot a lot of money. Of money. On the show. Yeah. Have you noticed how good Nikki looks, but the women look like they're wearing rags? Like it's just the 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 wardrobe choices are it's, awful. It's I think the styling they decided to go with on the women they wanted to go with like. Boho chic meets beachy. But it's whereas, so tacky beachy. It looks where, like British uh, reality stars. Whereas Nikki does look really good. But the women, it's like it, you can be beachy without looking like, without no, you're looking. Not, you're not going to be beachy. You're never going to be beachy. <laughs> <laughs> you're never going to be beachy. beachy. I can be beachy. I can be beachy. Uh, but you know what I'm talking about? It I always do. looks like they have rags falling off of them. It is like it's like 
Nikki went. They got her outfits at Nordstrom's, and they got the rest of the girls at Forever Twenty One. Yes, yeah. <laughs> where yeah. it just feels like a yeah. stylist who's like, "Yep, not slutty enough. Need to yeah. slut it up." Because like some the more. way I'm all about showing your body if you're confident in it and you want to. But like it barely covers like it's not even, CJ's and boobs. And I know a, what you're like talking in about a, in a weird way. It's not even that. There's a certain level of taste that none of them really have, and I don't. I don't think it's them doing it. I think people yet, are addressing them at that. Yet in the in the moments in like the confessionals, they all three look fantastic. Exactly. Yeah, it's just it's what they're and maybe it's what they're being given, but they always look like all their clothes are just hanging off of them there's yep. like oh, there's like little like like lacing and everything so you can see it's it's like trying to drive well, no. all the men wild no men like lacings because then those are things they can take off i guess i it's why I just, you wear how often have you worn something where you were tied up to entice a man every other sunday um but I, there was there's something about when and like this this elimination look that all of them have they all look like like they're wearing trash bags it is yes. it's like boho I, I i've been cj says look good she looks terrible and whatever they're put that like light yeah. blue thing made of scarves doesn't look good doesn't <laughs> it look looks good. british it looks let's, british reality stars. i get that Let's get to that, actually. Let's get to the elimination rounds, everybody. So um, so Nikki, CJ is like, Nikki, you can be my voice. Well, uh, first of all, Nikki comes, I'm sorry, should I should say Nikki comes by the, the, the um, not the grotto, but comes the, by the, the, the villa. The, the villa, thank you. Um, and Nikki is um, basically, you know, that's where Nikia, like you said, talked about. Some guys are playing safe and hiding in the background. Yeah, so they're going to go for that now. CJ uh, mentions that she's going to think about letting go of Divish and, and Chris. And because, CJ, but she says, yeah, I, I'm going to, I'm going to put Chris up. So they think we're not purpose. working together. So they think we're not working together. I think Chris knows all along. He's not going home. Right. Yeah. Has to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Chris was worried, especially by his reaction. Chris was not worried at all. Cause yeah, I don't Chris think is, we saw that on tape, but Chris yeah, is not a good actor. No, he is. You know good, what he's thinking. He's a good but villain, he, though. He, well, it's all just distraction. You know what he's thinking, but all the guys are so distracted with all the different guys there and mm-hmm. with the women. They're not noticing him just, I put my hand in here. Yeah. I put my hand in there. I'm glad we have him. I'm glad he's in the, he's in the game because he's making it more interesting. Um, yeah. So... Also, they have, and you also want him to breed you like a lost yes. lamb. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> stick it in. <laughs> wow! 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 <laughs> so wow. okay, so let's talk about the eliminations. Let's talk about that night. Uh, so there, basically, CJ comes up. She's not talking. I personally loved Nikki's. Uh, she's doing everything in like a. Uh, she's a, reading. Did you, the she statement. did her voice. She did like a raspier voice of her. And she's like, uh, Davij, um, you're uh, you you basically talking about the the thinking that she was high maintenance. And he's like, never said it, never and said it. and not being able to read. And he's just very non reactive. He's very and then good. Chris. And- 
Chris. She put Chris. CJ She's put like, up you should either button your shirt or don't button it. Yeah, she was so, like, she said, yeah, you're, um, you're suspicious. And that let that him you, know it's, he's okay. Say, she said, you say all the right things, uh, but you but you don't button your shirt. She said, it makes me suspicious that you have F-boy all over it. Now, and CJ then even says in the moment, she's like, I think it's working. I think people yeah. think. So now Nakia, she puts up Tariq and Israel. And yeah. so. Um, Which are two, the Sarah and um, both Sarah and Nakia are choosing men who they don't think have made effort. That's exactly. where that's both of them are going this and week. And that is Nakia's reason. She's like basically tells both of them, you haven't made any effort. Yeah. You're hanging back. Same with Sarah. Yeah. Sarah chooses, chooses Anthony and Charlie. And she to Charlie, she said, Charlie, I didn't even know who you were. <laughs> You've been here for like three days. To Brutal. Be Brutal. Brutal. I kind of this kind of made me respect Sarah a little because I think of her as kind of nice girl and wanting to be mm-hmm. a people pleaser. And when she said this, I was like, "Okay, I can get on board with what? this." What? What was with it? Was it Sarah? On, was it? Was it finding Prince Charming that one of them said? And frankly, I forgot you were even here. <laughs> what I show think, was it? I don't. I think it the, was finding Prince Charming. Yeah. Yeah, that was a terrible show on Logo. Terrible show. Um, And so she Um, says to Anthony, she says, Anthony, you've been flirting with all of us and like you're keeping um, options open. And that's true. He has been. And y'all, Anthony plays a brilliant, brilliant move when he says, first of all, the way he speaks, there's something kind of very sexual about just the way he speaks. And, and this is why good, you have shitty taste in men. <laughs> it, it is. And he says, he even says, you know, I tried to play, I tried to play dodgeball for you. And he said, and I feel like we look sexy together and you got them pretty feet. And hopefully I get to know more <laughs> about you. Basically, y'all, he just let her know he's freaky deaky in bed and he will fuck your brains out. I agree. That it, that and that's if, his And if Poodle and I were Sarah, we would immediately said, Safe, y'all, safe. That one's staying. And and y'all, he's an F boy. He is oh, an F boy. He is an F boy. Yeah. Um, we are. Uh, so it's going to be. It looks like. And also, um, Sarah chooses Anthony and Charlie. Um, the uh, we you said that right? Yeah. You said uh-huh. that before. Uh huh. Okay. And, Devi- and Charlie, Devi- the French guy. Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah, um, Charlie's and. Yeah. So they they are they decided who they're going to. So it's going to be Devige. Um, Israel and Charlie. That's who's going okay. home. So let's play the game. Um, so we find out, Poodle. Yeah. Divish, did you think he was an F boy? Yes. I did too. And y'all, yep. he was an F boy. Yeah. Yes, Israel, so. for you. Total F boy. That's, I believe he was. And that guess accent. What? Yep. Yep. F boy. He was. Um, and then with Charlie. Charlie I said nice guy. I said nice guy too. Yeah, we were, we were, we, now, y'all, he and says so we nice thought, guy. He's a nice guy. And we went, okay. And then, oh, okay. And the- then, uh, Nikki, uh, um, we have several hundreds of hours of footage where he is referring to himself as an F boy and all the things that he has done to women. Y'all, I screamed. Th- I screamed. This is why, y'all, Nominate Nikki Glazer for an Emmy for a host because no, because 
Y'all, these shows never do that, though. She had to do all of this on the fly. All of this on the fly. Yeah, she did it. And she handled it like up. She went after him. This was great. She said, she's like, yeah, we have three casting tapes where you're admitting you're an F boy. And it's like, but no, I'm like, a nice no. guy. I was, I was, well, that was, that was no. me in a former life. And now, because and I had a, 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 I have the death of a, did he's like, I had the death of a parent or something like that. My mother says, died. Well, he gets to that later. Vulnerable, she, vulnerability she said, bombing. Yeah. Um, remember when you told us that a woman threw a drink in your face at a restaurant because you were <laughs> sleeping with her best friend? And right next to you, and then you realize and he's like, yes, but I am cut, a nice guy now. But they cut to the f- footage of him of saying him that. Of him saying it. His cat. And then she said, and remember when you said that you were just playing a game and that this is all an elaborate game for you? And I cut wrote down, the, the tea, <laughs> the evidence, all of it, the receipts, I'm and, living. And he says, I'm not, I'm not, I'm a nice guy. And she's like, well, yeah, I wish you... You know, I wish you well. She's but like, look. I wish she's like, maybe we were misguided. And she, she, she said, she's even I'm saying, sorry. I'm sorry. We were misled. She yeah. totally. And y'all like, Mark's face back there. Mr. Mr. Coat is like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is this is more dramatic than that. Realize of Atlanta housewife dinner. Um. Anyway, so y'all, they all go away. And it looks like Charlie is not even participating in the show anymore. He He's says just quits the show. He quits the show because he's like, and, and that's where he says, "I wasn't an nice boy, but my mother died." But I am not anymore. And y'all, that might be true, but the problem is, he was cast in this show, and he has a part to play in the show, and he doesn't want to play the part. This is so. This is this is this like is like he had one job. Person, this is the kind of person who uh, who will get called difficult and never work again. Yeah, for that's sure. exactly what this is. Because it really, I mean, it made for great drama. But y'all, like they cast him as if f like y'all if if Poodle right. or I ever get like okay. Um, I I went in for this is years ago. Leanne Rhymes and Eddie Eddie Cibrian had their I guess they had a reality show. I think it actually they did aired. on CMT. And, I think and y'all because a lot of these are cast and so they wanted me to play their they wanted me to play their assistant and they wanted their gay, their gay assistant, but they wanted me to be really bitchy gay. Like they wanted me to be a poodle when I'm a Maddie, <laughs> and I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't be that for them because yeah. I. I just didn't want to be that. I didn't want to be that type of person on TV, but this would be like, if I said, sure. And I auditioned and I did it. And then you wouldn't do and it. Then, and then we went on set and I went, I'm a nice guy. No, you guys, the time that producers and casting and all these people put into Ugh. this stupid guy. And then he just shits on their work. It's gross. This was, this was a moment where you just saw the veil of reality TV crumble. Yes. Yes. And and I was just like, hey, hey, hey. it was so awesome. Have you ever um, seen something like this on reality TV? No, no, it was so good. Um. Anyway, so he he obviously walks into the jungle, never to be heard from again. And so, but Davij and uh, Israel 
are going are going towards Limbro, and the two lovers are just waving to them. Hey, want to come yeah. watch Housewives? I like, hey, and Garrett's like, why are there only two people? I don't know. Pull out your cock. Okay, Andrew. And y'all. And meanwhile, Peter. Peter, Peter the, is so happy to see the, any of them. Who do Peter? The Tim Conway of reality <laughs> television theater. He's, he's so funny. He's built a curl bar. <laughs> he's probably made his own protein powder out of coconut milk. He's, so he's got funny. a pillow made up of hay. Y'all, I fucking love this guy. I, I'm I'm totally <laughs> into this concept. I can't wait till Limbro starts its own. Like I can't wait till they start like their own like government systems, and oh, it turns perfect. into Lord of the Flies. Yeah, real mm. quick, Lord of the Limbro. I loved it. Ugh, this um, show is good. I cannot be more excited to watch episode three. I enjoy the show. I enjoy the show. Be, yeah, we really. I like had it. misgivings with episode one. Um, I think they're going to hit their stride next episode. I, I still the only problems I have are some of the I still don't know the rules. Um, I still don't completely know the rules. I, I think it's really telling us. I think it's kind of saying the rules really aren't that important anyway to them in a yeah. way. Yeah, which is hard because that so much of these shows that you live and die by them. Yeah, you live and die. But I think they're kind of giving the bird to all that. Yeah, but you you need you need a framework for people to follow, and if you change things up too much, people will get confused. They will. We'll see if they do that or not. That's the show, y'all. That's the show, y'all. You can go to realitygatespodcast.com and see all of our stuff we got going on. Um, you can find Poodle on Cameo. Yes. Find us on Instagram, Reality Gaze Podcast. You can see my reaction to watching this second episode. I was very, very excited, even though I look crazy. <laughs> Shocking. Uh, my hair was askew. I've, I've had three hours. I looked crazy. That's okay. Um, y'all, what's the song? Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, wait, isn't it? And remember, y'all, yeah. we'll see you next yeah. time. F boy. F off. No, Bye. no. Y'all, we'll see you next time. And remember, if you live in the Los Angeles area and you're an F boy, F, F call me. us. F no F, F call me. Us. You said F call us. No F me. That's, we just fucked up the ending. To Come this F show. me. <laughs> Come. That was it. If you're a, if you live in the Los Angeles area and you're a, an F boy, Come, Come F, F me. me. Come F me. That's it. Boy, that was really important. I'm exhausted.